I'm Caleb. This is the Airview Princess Podcast. Today we have part two of my interview with Barry Taylor. But don't worry, you guys. I know I left you hanging with my interview with Angela and Joshua. I promise you that's coming back ASAP very soon. I would bet money it'll be less than a week before that one is released. I'm going to try to release those in succession because actually last night we recorded a new part to that episode. I can't give you a number right now as to where that lies chronologically, but um, I'd say it's at least probably number three or four uh, if I had if I had to uh, to bet some money on that one. So here we go. Enjoy it. Sorry, yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm sitting around by myself all day, so please, man, you're you are blowing my mind in the most orgasmic way right now. So that's a good thing. That's <laughs> a good thing. Uh, can we take a break from the heavy shit and can I ask you just some silly questions? Yeah, please do. Okay. <laughs> um. So this probably this is probably something that people like come up to you and tell you, and you're like, okay, this this dude is jaded and maybe even um racist or something but i i as an american in in the south i grew up with a lot of british tv like i watched a lot of monty python you know british comedy and um i don't know i used to watch like hugh and laurie and stuff like that um what what are you what british tv did you grow up with and then what are you into right now um oh uh, i i love television (laughs) i can talk all day about tv yeah me too um well, I mean, I, I grew up, I sort of, uh, a little bit of Monty Python. Faulty Towers was... Faulty was Towers, yes. The, the best show ever. So good. But, but um, you know, I, I mean, yeah, I, I, are you asking me particularly about comedy stuff that I grew up with? I mean, not even necessarily comedy. Yeah, whatever, yeah. Yeah, I mean... <sighs> That's just my reference point, so just whatever... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that whole. I mean, I, I that was in the ether when I when I when I was growing up. That whole Monty Python, and you know, that gave rise to a whole the absurdism. Of, yeah, yeah. You know, the absurdists. You know, and all the way down to like Russell Brand and Eddie yep. Izzard. Oh, Eddie Izzard. Oh my goodness. So I, mean, I, love, I love Eddie Izzard. So and I, 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 I really like Russell Brand. I, I think he's a really interesting. You know, have you ever listened to his podcast? Uh, I, I heard uh, some YouTube clip that they were trying to say that like he was crazy and they were quoting him, but I thought he made some really good points actually. Like oh, he's, his his podcast worth a listen actually. Oh, but, yeah, it's, it, he's he's trying. I mean, he's working on something. You know, he's trying to get somewhere, and uh, you know, I, I think he's become a little sort. Of, I mean, he's become fascinated with kind of alternative spirituality and stuff like yes. that. You know, you, you know, some people have the stomach for and some people don't you know you know what i mean and he's big sort of into consciousness and things like that but but he's also doing some really thoughtful stuff alongside that on you know economics and uh marginalization and things like that i mean there's there's some good stuff there and he's bloody funny yeah he's hilarious but um yeah i i mean the walking dead was my jam for a while nice i i i because I, I think yeah, I, I was really into. Um, I was, I was, I, I was in that grid for a while of like True Blood and The Walking Dead. You know, the vampires and the zombies. Because, <laughs> yeah. 
Well, because I think, again, you know, that, that guy, Richard Kearney, that I told you about, mm-hmm. he has this amazing book called Strangers, Gods, and Monsters. I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah, I haven't read it, but I've heard of it. Yeah. Basically sort of has this argument that every culture has a, has strangers, you know, the alien, the outsider, the other that w- that we project uh-huh. our difference on and oh uh, sure yeah yeah mm-hmm. and every every um society has things that they kneel before you know they're gods and they have monsters and those monsters change and, and i think it's really interesting that in you know w- we have this sort of revival of um you know zombies and, and and vampires but not in the way they first came around you know it's a bit like god you know there might be a return to god but it's not a return to the god it used to be it's a a, a new sort of iteration but i think it sort of i think those kind of monster shows speak to a lot of our like unconscious and unvoiced social and cultural fears about the future and technology and all that kind of stuff oh that's good at the moment, at the moment i'm trying to get my head around uh, season two of westworld oh westworld oh my god so good have you watched? Are you watching season two? I haven't gotten to season two yet. Just I've only seen yeah, the first. I'm just trying to. You know, it's a bit like. Did you watch Lost? Oh, dude, yeah, like three yeah. times through. But it's a bit like that. You know, it's like I don't know what's going on here yet. I'm not sure I remember going to, but I'm going to keep watching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think I know every once in a while. Um, yeah. And when someone explains it to me, I'm like, "How did you see that?" Because I didn't. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but, but um, uh, what else? Um, oh, The Handmaid's Tale is pretty. That's a good one, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's intense. I saw maybe I can't think of the name right now. You might know it, but um, I think it was a Channel Three. It was it was definitely a BBC show. I, I think it was a single camera show. It was very cinematic, and it was about this guy who was a zombie. So it's like a post post apocalyptic oh. show, and and he gets like changed back into yeah. what was that and he falls in love with this like other zombie girl. well he's gay actually and it's like this big metaphor for it was a movie was it a movie it was a show it was like a limited series oh yeah 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 I, it's in the back of my mind it'll probably come up yeah. have you seen that one though i think i have yeah it's so it's, it's it's such a social commentary about like the the marginalized yeah well, there's a lot of that, I think, you know, that, that, that's, I mean, I, I, I think we live in a really rich time for like television. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm in England at the moment. So English television is full of like Danish and Swedish crime dramas. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Have you seen, um, Bruin or the, the bridge? Oh the, yeah. The Swedish Danish collaboration. Yeah. The, well, it's like uh, season four has just started here. Oh really? They're on season four. <laughs> They're on season I've four, only seen yeah. the third one. It's so good, though. No, it's so good. Uh, yeah, and then they had, they had another one called The Tunnel, which yes. was the same story, but that was France and England. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, Tunnel or something. And then they made an American version that sucked. It was horrible. Yeah, the one on, about Mexico. Yeah, Mexico and America. They yep. also had this interesting French cop show called Spiral. I haven't heard of that one which is kind of like, it's a bit like a CSI type serial killer sort of thing. But, but yeah, I, I think, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff to, there's a lot of stuff to watch. Yeah, for sure. Um, do you watch any, uh, Danish like kind of comedy or like more, are you no, more into the drama? Yeah, more drama. I, okay. 
I got to admit, I don't watch. I probably need to watch a bit more comedy. <laughs> lighten up. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I, I, I like a good laugh, but I should probably lighten up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the honesty. Should have. I should have been a goth. <laughs> <laughs> a goth. <laughs> Just yeah, sitting there with full face makeup on. Yeah. Yeah. Listening yeah. to. Mar- Anson while I watch the telling. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> that would fit. <laughs> it's a Norwegian death metal. Yeah, they they got the best death metal, those Norwegians. There's a lot of them up here in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's the same climate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that's why they, they flocked here. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. Too. If you're going to watch some uh, any Danish comedy, I, I have to recommend the show Clown. But Clown. They, they, they spell it K-L-O-V-N. Okay, I'll check it out. It's, uh, yeah. I, don't know. I mean, European humor, I mean, it's really, it can be a little wacky. I like it, I, I'm, I like it a lot better than American shows, to be honest. I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't want to slam America, you know, but I, I think comedy is, is interesting in, in, uh, America. I, I, I never quite understood. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, 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 it's usually not subtle enough. It's very broad. Yeah, yeah, it's broad. Oh, but you know, there are there are interesting people out there. I think so. I, I want to. I do love. Uh, I, I do like Mark Maron. Yes. Yeah. But you know, of course, he's on the dark side. I love his podcast too. So that's about the only, that's the podcast that I listen to with regularity. I think is Mark Maron's yes podcast. WTF. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> how did he get that? <laughs> yeah, how did he? He really came in late to the party and he just stole everything and walked away with it. He stole everybody's use of that. Yeah, <laughs> it's his now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, Mark Marin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, can yeah. we dive in for two more? Do you have time for for a little bit more? <laughs> okay. I got two questions. So sometimes I take notes when I'm interviewing yeah. somebody that I, that I look up to. Usually yeah. I don't. I'm very unprepared, generally. Uh, but uh, I wrote two things down. And yeah. they're pretty much the same question, just reiterated in two ways. One was, um, how would you describe radical theology to an evangelical? <laughs> The perfect and I'm setting way, you up. I'm setting you up. The perfect way to fuck up your life. <laughs> <laughs> you want to alienate all your friends and family? Try yeah. this out. I think I, I um I would say I think it's the 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 remedy to your incessant anguish. <laughs> <laughs> It'll give you even more. I mean, I guess seriously, I, I think I would probably say that the radical theology um, is um, a way of thinking your way out of the ghetto of meaning and dogma that has you trapped in a world of anxious guilt if you had said that at your altar call in Russia how many people would have come forward do you think two two <laughs> <laughs> Chop and Yeltsin <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, oh my god. Uh, the second question I wrote down was, how would you describe radical theology to an atheist? Or someone maybe who doesn't define religiously? Um, <laughs> I, know I think I... Curveballs. I think that it probably is, is a way of talking about God without using the word. <laughs> <laughs> it's a theology when you could like... <laughs> when you don't give a fuck about theology. Exactly. When you don't give a fuck about theology, radical theology is for you. <laughs> if you're trying to speak to someone who believes in God, you can use yeah. these terms. Use these terms, it'll help you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. I, I think what I'd say is this this radical theology will get you off the atheist uh the atheist train. Mm, like the the atheist blanket that you throw over because again, like I said, I, I I think, you know, I mean, atheism bears the the the, the trace of the religion mm-hmm. that it makes. You know, atheism it's against theism. Yes, I think radical theology wants to say there are other ways of thinking about life, belief, faith, religion, without getting bound up or bogged down in a, a conversation about theism, true or false. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so for me, a- atheism is is part of the fabric of an ongoing theistic conversation. Oh wow! And uh, so, if you want to get off that conversation, you might want to try a little bit of radical theology because it will give you some new perspectives on how to think post metaphysically. Post metaphysically about you know the need to believe. Oh, Which everybody, great. you know, to some degree. I don't know. Those are probably not great answers, but no, those those are amazing answers, man. It sounds like you like uh, you. I prepped you for the show, and you just wrote those down and read them off to me. <laughs> no, that's just <laughs> just yeah. Wink, wink. I never emailed you with those questions. Yeah, no. Actually, you didn't. And if, if you'd done it, I would have gone. Oh God, now I have to answer this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Be- I'm- I'm best when I'm not uh, prepped. Yeah, for sure. Oh, man. I, I, I ran out of questions. Do you have anything else you want to chat about? Any other thoughts? Uh, God, we've been talking for a while. I mean, I don't want to drive your listeners nuts. Is this all going to go in one one podcast? I, sometimes I'll break it up into two parts. It just depends on how long it is. I'm, I'm non-discriminant. <laughs> this feels like it might need to be a twofer. <laughs> That's fine. I'll do that. Yeah, no problem. We talk about. Uh, I, I did see this whacked out. I, I know there's a lot of fuss about this guy trying to get the forty five million dollars for his jet. What? What is that? Some some like televangelists trying to get people to pay forty five million dollars for uh, for a jet that he needs because it you know it's one of the jets that you can fly anywhere pretty much without having to stop you know and, and of course lots of people are are really incensed about that but there was right. well I mean think the, how many souls he will save. From yeah. the fire of hell, you know, so that's priceless. Was the, I think it was um, who's that guy, Kenneth Copeland, um, who sort of basically said, because this guy said, he said, I can get up on the, I can stand up on my plane and just like pray to the Lord, you know, and, uh, and, and he said he did that. And the pilot said, what are you doing? You know, and he said, well, I'm just praying. So he went back and, he, and then this guy, Kenneth Copeland said, well, you know, you can't do that on a, on, on a public plane. <laughs> you know, 
you know, and, and he says, and, and the, the, the throwaway line note, as he said, you know, he said, plus, you know, you get people coming over and asking you to pray for them and that, and almost in like a dismissive way, like, you know, I don't want to be bothered with like praying for people. I want to be talking directly to God. You know? <laughs> he said, I don't want to be, you know, I don't, I don't want to be um, in one of those long tubes full of demons. <laughs> Here, here's an encapsulation of the problem that we're dealing with. You know, you've got you've got people who are, are essentially saying they're trying to reach the world, and then they're talking about public aeroplanes as metal tubes full of demons. <laughs> <laughs> tubes full of demons. And some disconnects there, you know. But, yeah. yeah. Well, next time you're flying, just remember you're just in a long tube full of demons. <laughs> it could be worse. <laughs> could be in a private plane with a televangelist <laughs> who insists on standing up and praying every 20 minutes. Yeah, oh, I, I actually I, there was a great thing uh, on Instagram. Maybe we'll end with this because uh, I'm a little bit of an Instagram uh, whore. Okay, yeah, go for it. I like Instagram a lot, but um, I, I came across this today, and it's just a. Um, a quote in it was um it's a quote from a conversation between david bowie and brian ferry okay all right and david bowie said what's weirder than a bisexual alien fronting a glam rock band <laughs> brian ferry's answer was a conservative <laughs> is that a real I quote know. i don't know but it made me laugh <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> Is that bisexual alien fronting a glam rock band is one of my heroes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I immediately had a mental image of what that would look like, too. Exactly. Me, too. It's like, oh, I know that. I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a trope. <laughs> yeah, you would all be so lucky. Yeah, right. To get, to get those platform boots yeah. on. That's right before Nirvana is you, you uh, level up to being a bisexual glam rock alien. Totally. Well, I think that's what Nirvana wanted. I think that's what Kurt Cobain really wanted to be. I think be. so, yeah. You know, when he wore that house dress with his hair long, that was evoking Bowie from the late 60s. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I think. Oh, man. David Bowie. Let's not go there. We could do a whole show on David Bowie. <laughs> yeah. You know, I went, I, I, I spoke at this, uh, I spoke at this uh, Festival of Faith and Worship at Calvin College. I gave the keynote. Wow. speech oh my god my wow speech was why david bowie is the most religious man in rock music <laughs> what what was your thesis there <laughs> well, i could tell you but it's another it's a long it's a long one but i meant it <laughs> but most of pe- the sad thing was most of the people in the room didn't really know david bowie was so <sighs> didn't go over that well just lost but there again therein lies the problem <laughs> right full circle you're professional <laughs> Because, you know, as Bowie said, you know, before rock and roll, there was only God. <laughs> oh, too many quotes. Oh, anyway. Well, should we call it quits? <laughs> I suppose we should quit our head, I guess. We may should have lagged a little bit back there. Yeah, we might be We might be taking a nosedive right now. A little bit you behind. Know? Little punch drunk. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. That's Man. a great chance. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, if you ever want to do another interview, man, I would love to. Anytime. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, more than welcome. All right, man. Oh, I, I, well, I don't know if you want, you can maybe edit this out. No, yeah, no, no. Um, but uh, tomorrow I'm doing a, a 
two o'clock California time. I'm doing an online conversation uh, um, based on an essay um, by this uh, philosopher of religion, Gil Adnijar, okay. about an essay from Derrida on the Christian question, who basically says, without Christianity, the concept of religion doesn't exist. Oh, wow. What? what uh... You're interested, I'll shoot you the, the details. I would love that, yeah. Maybe I could I could uh, tweet you my email or something. Yeah, tweet it to me. Okay, I will. I'll send you the essay and join us. I would love that. I would love that. All right, man. All right, thank you, man. All right, good to chat. All right, talk soon. Yeah, please. All right, bye. Bye, man. That's it. Barry Taylor. It happened. Um, God willing, not for the last time. I know I made that really stupid joke at the beginning of the first episode about it being so improbable that anyone has ever listened to the first episode of my podcast, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure, I'm, I'm quite confident that the vast majority of anyone listening has not listened to it, but if, if it's worth it to you, if you got some extra time, you might want to go back and listen to at least the excerpt regarding Barry Taylor and the talk that he gave that kind of kicked off the top of this episode as far as our conversation went. Um, I did join him for that um, that online talk that he invited me to um, about the Christian question posed by Derrida. I really appreciated it, and I felt like I kept up with 35% of it because it was a bunch of young, obviously recently... Um, recently graduated uh, you know, philosophy degree or philosophy major students that were just running laps around me. I just sat there very quietly and listened. And um, it was great. It was awesome. I hope to still cultivate some sort of a uh, you know, a contact or a relationship with Gray Taylor. I really respect that guy and I feel like maybe I may be wrong here. This may just be the showbiz or what the fuck ever. But I feel like we were on the same page as far as our our uh, sense of humor and at least the general broad topics that we're interested in. Um, you know, especially being deconverted or deconstructed or you know, fill in the blank, whatever blanket you want to toss over that invisible object. So that's about it right now. Um, you can check me out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can also check out um, the, uh, the upstart that I have going on right now called Post-Christian Productions, which is a, an umbrella under which is Post-Christian Podcasting. So, if you want, you can check it out. I've been talking too long, and now I will stop. Stop. In, in three... Thank you.